You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All the ladies, if you feel me, help me sing it out. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. So this is a beauty secrets episode where I come and speak about a specific topic, and I haven't done one in a while, so I'm back with a very lofty subject, breaking free from the commodification of self-care. This is something I feel really strongly about, so just allow me to step on my soapbox for just a moment. Self-care isn't for sale. Despite the best efforts of marketing, a sheet mask won't change your life. But sleeping more will. Going outside for a walk will. Stretching for 15 minutes a day will. Self-care is free. And if there's one thing that you retain from listening to this, it's that I want you to believe and know in your core that buying products or hiring experts or professionals is not necessary to do the work that needs to be done to be your best self. Self Self-care is not a product. Self-care is a habit. It's the little things you do to make your life better. So that's what I'm going to talk about. The little things that you can do to care for yourself. Things that are low to no cost at all and make a big difference. And I recently went to Sephora to give Rihanna more of my money and I'm certainly not immune to consumerism. I actually quite enjoy buying new beauty products and makeup and skincare. I want to do a whole separate episode on how I manage my beauty budget and beauty calendar, but this is about how you can take care of yourself. Number one, there is no point in buying expensive skincare if you're not getting sleep. If you get six hours a night, aim for seven. If you're at seven, aim for eight. If you're at eight hours of sleep a night, who are you? What are your secrets? But even if you're at eight hours of sleep a night, you can still always increase the quality of your sleep. You can still get better sleep. So I'm a big fan. I think this comes with every iPhone uh, bedtime alarm. You can basically, the same way you set an alarm at a horrible hour in the morning to wake up, you can set an alarm to start reminding you to go to bed. Um, You can make the reminder 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour before bedtime, and I am obsessed with this feature. I think one of the real reasons that we play ourselves when we're like, okay, yeah, I'll just go to bed, we underestimate how long our full nighttime routine takes. 
it's about an hour for me. Like when I include brushing my teeth, flossing, doing my cleansing, doing my moisturizing, doing whatever I need to do with my hair. So being self-aware about the time it does take for me to actually be ready to go to sleep, I set my alarm an hour before I'd like to be in bed. And my husband and I are actually on this new wave of putting our phones away completely at night, 10, 30, 11 some nights, but actually just not having them be visible or around or in arm's reach. And it's been a game changer. I think it's really helpful if you live with someone, you can even do this with friends, just be like, okay, we're going to, let's just put our phones away for dinner. Like, let's just not even look. It's really, really nice because you just give yourself permission to disconnect that much more. And I will say it is so tempting to look because you probably do have a text or a DM or an email, but the chances that it's something that's actually urgent and you have to respond to in that moment past 11 p.m., I mean, very, very, very low chances, you can get to it the next day. And the reason why I specifically decided to be intentional about keeping the phone away at night is because what kept happening is... I'd just be lying on the side of my bed with my headphones in, by the way, just scrolling the internet and it would be 11 p.m. And then suddenly I blink and it's a quarter past midnight and I've just ruined my entire day. So yeah, cutting back on time wasted on my phone has been huge and it also just means better sleep. I also reorganized my bedside nightstand where I have all of my favorite serums and my lip balm and my hand cream. And I'm just really enjoying the ritual of turning my brain off. I'm making it less of a chore to go to bed and something to look forward to. The best advice I've ever read about sleep, it's less of advice, it's more of just a, something that's, that is just undeniably true. It's from the late Diana Vreeland, an amazing editor from Vogue that I just really admire. But she basically says, how you feel going to sleep is how you're going to feel waking up. And that is so true. Like when you go to bed just feeling shattered, you wake up and you're exhausted. So yeah, putting the phone away and just allowing yourself to ease into falling asleep at a reasonable hour is a game changer. And it's a huge, huge thing you can do that will impact every single area of your physical health, your mental health, your just, for me, it's like my patience for other people is directly proportional to how much sleep (laughs) I've gotten. So getting sleep is a like just very, very important to unlock if you want to reach your maximum potential. Okay, number two, this is a new one for me, stretching. Stretching is a really big part of my kind of winding down routine now. I'm working on getting to a full split, which feels like may never happen, but I'm trying nonetheless. If you guys take group exercise classes, the instructor will say something like, I'm around at the end of class. If you guys have any questions, this is my schedule. Like they basically make themselves available and everyone just like walks by and says, thank you for class. And people don't really engage. I have found that at the end of class, I mean, feel that I don't know the places you guys work out, but at least at the places that I've been, I have found that if you actually ask the instructor, assuming they don't have a class to run to towards the end of class, like, Hey, I'm trying to work on my flexibility. Um, are there any stretches that you would recommend? Or I'm trying to get to a full split. Are there any dynamic stretches that you would recommend? I have found that they will always kind of take the time to just show you a few quick, simple stretches because they do this professionally. So they have to stretch all the time. 
And I think a lot of people overlook stretching because it's boring. Like it's not the most fun thing to do. But once you learn to love it and like you feel the tension in your muscles easing and you actually like feel calmer because blood is circulating through your body, it can be like the most addictive thing to do. And it's so easy to find information about how to stretch. I'll link to some resources in the show notes, but there's a bunch of videos on YouTube. You can just Google like the best stretches to increase your flexibility and range of motion. You'll find a ton of stuff. It's so interesting to me how I feel like a lot of times we will, or I'll speak for myself, I will go out of my way and Google how to get glass skin or what is the Korean glass skin care craze and what are the best products to get it. And I will spend time reading about this, you know, exfoliator and understanding if it works. And it's like, why not just invest that energy in something that's actually going to be better for me? Like what are six simple stretches you can do at home? Maybe it's not the most fun Google search, but the information is available. And stretching is so critical for flexibility and being flexible just helps you move better through the world. It decreases your risk of injury. Overall, you're less likely to get aches and pains and your muscles get looser from stretching. You don't want to be tight. So these are my favorite stretches, rapid fire, and you can just Google how they look or look them up. They're very common. I love the figure four stretch for opening your hips. Frog stretch, which is like your hip and kind of groin area as well. Lying quad stretch and pigeon stretch. Pigeon stretch is, people call it the king of hip openers. I agree. I could do pigeon all day long. I think you need to hold stretches for as little as 30 seconds can be effective, but 30 seconds to two minutes and just breathe deeper at each stage. So in 30 second increments, just make sure that you're going a little bit deeper into the stretch and make sure you're breathing throughout. Okay, so stretching is a super easy one that you guys can all just start doing. Just stretch tonight. Whenever you're listening to this, just start stretching now for the rest of this podcast. Okay, the last one may sound boring, but I promise you this is the best, best free self-care advice I can give you. The best thing you can do for your own self-care is to educate yourself. So I feel a lot more confident and self-assured about my own approach to beauty because I've become more informed over time. I've learned to read labels more carefully and I've also learned to identify like what my skin likes and I've, I've figured out the pattern. So that's how I learned how my skin liked sea buckthorn oil. I kept, as I researched products that my skin would just love and like they were always these very expensive products like Vintner's Daughter, I realized that, okay, my skin loves sea buckthorn oil. It's like the common thread between all of these different things that I'm trying. Research the ingredients that either your hair or your skin is responding to. It's usually within the first three ingredients if it's really prominent in the mixture and then try them, like just order them. You can go to wholesalers. I love Mountain Rose Herbs. That's where I order all of my kind of very special holy grail essential oils because they just do such amazing technique in terms of extracting the botanicals for their properties. Can't recommend them enough. Anyway, research, learn about what is in your products, and then go to the source. And if you can't go to the source and you don't have the time and you just want the convenience of buying things that are already packaged up nicely for you, that's fine. But also just educate yourself and make sure you really understand what's in those products and why you're liking them, because then you'll just be able to make more informed purchasing decisions later.
Think Dirty. I'll also link to that in the show notes. It's a great app for learning about what's in your products and it's totally free. It's so informative. It basically rates your product so you can scan the barcode or you can just type in the product. They have most things in their database and they'll tell you on a certain scale if it's clean or if it's dirty. And if it's dirty, it means that it has a ton of just basically toxic chemicals and they'll tell you what those chemicals are and other products that have them and guide you towards a cleaner solution. I think it's a really brilliant platform. I found out about it years ago and it's just like, it was a game changer. My eyes were suddenly open to so many things and bad ingredients. And sometimes, frankly, I wish I could unlearn the things that I did learn, but it's always better to know. Anything that I do, intermittent fasting is a great example of something that I've incorporated into my approach to eating where you leave a 14 to 16 hour window in between meals. And I did a ton of research on it before I began practicing intermittent fasting. And I just feel better knowing the science behind it, knowing the the science and the rationale behind why a certain thing works or doesn't work. You know, I'm really into Ayurvedic medicine. I had to do a ton of research on... Ayurvedic beauty and how it connected back to a larger culture around beauty and wellness from like ancient Indian texts. And there are so many natural beauty recipe books available. And actually to this day, the best natural beauty recipe book that I have, I got it at a secondhand charity shop when I lived in London. So this is now at least, what, six years ago. It's a little tattered, but it's the best book that I have. If you live in a city or a town that has a used bookshop, I guarantee you there is a 99 cent probably take for free bin of just natural beauty books and remedies and guides to aromatherapy. They're all there. They're never, ever expensive. And if they are expensive, trust me, it's a scam. The thing is there aren't new ingredients Mother Earth has showed us her cards, so you don't have to worry about a natural beauty book of recipes being out of date. I would, you know, Google the authors to make sure they're legitimate, but if you really want to invest in your self-care and take it seriously, I think you've got to like nerd out a little bit. You've got to go a little bit deeper than a blog article on a subject, and that's why I'm a big advocate for just Books are so widely available now. No one wants books. Use it, read it, retain the information, then donate it so it doesn't have to clutter your space either. But I think it's really worth going deep on something. And Reddit's also an amazing resource. Like if you want to, if you want to nerd out, Reddit's really the place to go. I think that it's very empowering to tackle a problem that you're dealing with by educating yourself. So even if it's small, even if it's like my nails keep breaking off. Identify one Sunday on your calendar, set aside, I don't know, an hour and a half and say, okay, in this hour and a half, I'm going to learn everything about how the nail is constructed and what keratin is and what vitamins fortify that and what are the different causes or signs of having like thin or breaking nails. And then you'll just, I think whatever steps you take next will make you feel more empowered than if you were just like, oh gosh, my nails keep breaking. I've got to just cover them up. I'll just, you know, get a manicure or something. I just can't deal with this. No educate yourself. Okay, that's it. I'm off my soapbox. The preaching is over. Thank you guys for listening. I really, really appreciate all of the support you guys show me. I'm Brooke DeVard on all social platforms and you can find Naked Beauty, the Naked Beauty community. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Naked Beauty Planet. I'll be back with a full interview next week. 
But in the meantime, just get sleep this week. You know, put your phone away, try stretching while you consume content and educate yourself. Take the time you need to be your own expert and remember that self-care is free. Thanks, guys. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 